and welcome to Let's Manifest That. This is Cody. And this is Sydney. And today we're talking about birth control and periods. Ooh. Spooky. Just kidding. (laughs) Is this October still? Oh my god. Are we still in spooky month? Paint it red, you know? (laughs) Have you heard that song? I see a red door and I want... We're going to get copyrighted. Oh, no. (laughs) I'll have to cut that. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about birth control periods, the whole process behind them, um, making them a less taboo subject and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But first, I had a couple embarrassing stories I wanted to talk about. Ooh. I haven't heard these yet. Yeah. You haven't heard them? Um, Very short, but it's really funny. Um, They both happened today, so I wanted to talk about them. So a little bit of relevant backstory. We're trying to get a new washer and dryer from like some Craigslist dude because ours suck. They barely work. So anyway... Every time whenever Brad is done working and he heads in for the day because he's like out treating lawns and stuff. So whenever he starts to head in, so like I know he'll be home soon, he always texts me, mm-hmm. heading in, babe. Well, today he accidentally texted the washer <gasps> and dryer man, oh. heading in, babe. <laughs> and no. the guy just goes, I don't think this is for me. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> no. It is like I felt that like in my own soul of being like, oh, shit. Because it wasn't just like a heading in. Mm-hmm. heading in babe and you mm-hmm. sent it to the, the craigslist washer and dryer guy <laughs> oh i hate that i get secondhand embarrassment so bad yeah we gotta talk about that at some point like mm-hmm. why do we get embarrassed so badly and even embarrassed for other people so badly oh my god and there's a scene in marriage story which has adam driver oh, in i it. still want to see that it's really good it. actually yeah but there's this long sequence and it's so like it's it's like during Halloween. Mm-hmm. So you'll know it when it comes. And I had to fast forward through it because <laughs> it was just like this long sequence of secondhand embarrassment. Oh, and I, no. I could not do it. I was like, this is too much. Um, OK, so my other embarrassing thing is that I tried to make a TikTok today and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing. It's it so confusing. Is. I've made two TikToks and I, I I worked so hard too to like get a bunch of different footage and then I tried to like, you know, like I didn't film them like on the TikTok camera. Mm-hmm. I filmed them like on my own and I'm like, oh, I'll just import it over. But it keeps importing only like two seconds at a time and I can't like make it bigger. I can't mm-hmm. figure out how to like get it to bring in more. Yeah, I don't know. I see people um They'll do like, this is how I made this TikTok. And they're like, so I made this TikTok and then I took it to this other app and did these things with it. And I'm like, that is too much for me. I'm so sorry. No. I spent so long too because I had this like 20 minute long video file and then like a 10 minute long one and then like a seven minute long one. So I like chopped them all down until these like, 10 seconds, seven seconds. Like, so I like did a lot of editing on this mm-hmm. and then I tried to import them and I can't get the full thing to come through. And it's less than 60 seconds. Like, they're, like, 10, 5, 7 chunks. I can't, like, it'll only pull in, like, out of my 10-second one, like, two and a half seconds. And I'm like, I don't understand. I, it's so <laughs> confusing. I And it's, I hate doing things on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me feel claustrophobic in a way. I don't know if that makes sense. But, yeah. like, I would so much rather respond to an email on my computer mm-hmm. rather than on my phone because yeah. I feel so, like, oh, I don't, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. There's just yeah. my sight is limited. Yeah. And that's how TikTok makes me feel. Like <laughs> this is so scary and confusing and frustrating. Yeah. And like I'm like, I finally got up the courage to even like put something together and I'm like, 
I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't get it. And I spent so much time on it. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. I just try. I just spent hours trying to make a TikTok and couldn't get it to work. Oh my god! I see people who make TikToks and like this took me all day, and I'm like, I bet it did. Yeah, I bet it did. Yeah, like I even tried to do some of those like super easy transitions where you like put your hand over the camera and then take it away, and I'm like, wait, how do they do this? Yeah. <laughs> It's so, I don't understand. It's so much harder than it seems. I don't understand. And there, there are some of those people who have these like amazing transitions. And I'm but like. They're like seamless. Yeah. Like, how did you do that? How did you even think of some of these? I don't mm-hmm. understand. They're like pull like their face apart. And mm-hmm. It's like a new face. And I'm like, what? <sighs> I, I have an announcement to make. Do you want? Okay. So this is my official announcement that I no longer simp for Adam Driver. <gasps> I know. I know. This is a big transition for me. I'm just over it. I wow. still like like him. I think he's a great actor. Yeah. But I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it's no longer like a, an obsession. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yep. I now like Caleb Landry Jones. If you don't mm, know who that is. a new person. Yes. Okay. Look him that? up. He is in... Okay, so have you seen Get Out? Yeah. Or no. Is that that movie? With the Peel guy who yes, made it? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. He plays the son in that. Um, I can't remember what he looks like. I'll show you a picture. Okay, I'll, have I'll to show look you it a up. picture. Okay, I am officially over it. <laughs> I'm over it. This oh my is, goodness! This is how quickly my attention span. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Charlie and I watched uh, the vampire movie he's in with Shirsha Ronan called Byzantium, something like that. Um, I'd never heard of it, mm-hmm. but Charlie had rave reviews of it, so we watched <laughs> it. And I'm obsessed with vampire stuff, so yeah. And he is in it. And I was like, hello, sir. Adam Driver who? I know, literally. (laughs) And I feel like also he is, again, a true testament that you have to be kind of ugly to be truly hot, (laughs) at least in my eyes. Yeah. Also, I feel like he would drown me and I would, and without even breaking a sweat. So. Oh, that's so funny. Our first like 13 episodes were uh, on Adam Driver fan base still. So I know. I know it. I'm over it. That was so right. quick, too. I was just like, all right. <laughs> I mean, especially like once you find someone else, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm moving yep. on. Bye, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna said the funniest thing. She was like, I just imagine him walking down the street and he just goes, oh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I lost a simp. So are you still going to be in the, um, the Snapchat fan group? I actually have information about that. I'll tell you later. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Um, man, all kinds of good stuff today. We're not even into the actual topics yet. I know it. I, I was like, I'm, I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, I'm going to make an, this is an official announcement. <laughs> this is announcement worthy information about me. Especially that like our people first, care about. Yeah. Like our first few podcasts, it was so like yeah. Adam Driver based. I love, right. I, and I still like him. Like mm-hmm. if I met oh, him, yeah. I would still be like, oh my God, he's so handsome. Mm-hmm. But like, shoulder shrug i don't know yeah <laughs> i don't know her <laughs> <laughs> yeah bye sir hi sir type type of woman over here <laughs> yeah well it's also kind of nice whenever you can finally move on from that it's like you, you free up like a little bit more space in yourself mm. yes exactly my yeah. brain space is less occupied i'm also just really busy right now too mm-hmm. um school work this it, you know, there's just, where is room for Adam? There is none. I'm so sorry, sir. That's what I kept thinking. I kept picturing in my head, like, those, like, pictures of a brain and, like, broken up into pieces and his just keeps getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> Poor Adam Driver. 
Oh, well. We also <sighs> watched uh, The Dead Don't Die, which has him in it. It's like Bill mm-hmm. Murray. It's super star-studded. Caleb Landry-Jones is also in it. Oh. And I'd seen the movie before, but <clears throat> this was before I was obsessed with Adam Driver, mm-hmm. so I think I kind of like half-watched it. And so I really watched it, and I was like, this movie's kind of boring. Like, mm-hmm. Adam Driver's kind of boring. Oh. Like, I've watched interviews with him, and he's just kind of boring. Like, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, be more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Entertain well, like, me. kind of why I love um, Matthew Goobler, because he mm-hmm. is also just hilarious. He's so entertaining. And, yeah, he's so entertaining, and, like, he has so much depth to him mm-hmm. that I feel like like, I'm not obsessed with him anymore, mm-hmm. but he's also never going to leave my brain. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's just adorable. He's accessible. Mm-hmm. He feels very, like, you know parts of him. Yeah. And if you went up to him, you would have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just find Adam Driver to be a bo- boring. Mm-hmm. Like, get a personality. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he has one. I know he's very private. Mm-hmm. And so, like, nothing against him, but, like, damn. <laughs> entertain me <laughs> if i saw you dance. on the street i wouldn't know what to talk about with you. i know dance dance for me <laughs> that's how i feel uh, about that that's hilarious <laughs> um oh also fun note oh well this is probably this you guys probably already know this if you like this stuff um tyler joseph from 21 pilots yesterday mm. on his instagram story said he's working on a new album interesting working on i think it's like it's been in the works for a Mm -hmm. while it seems like because there's like keeps being rumors about a new album but he said in a snapchat thing i'm working on the album and then he posted something like as long as my wife can stay quiet in the kitchen because she's constantly doing construction but anyway so i thought that was fun i have seen them in concert so many times I have never I seen a band multiple times in concert until them. I love them so much. I love them so much. They're so much fun. They're like mm-hmm. lyrics actually mean something, which like I'm all about. If there's a band that their lyrics actually like mean something, then I absolutely love it. And also the thing that like just really gets me, they are so stinking adorable. Mm-hmm. And if you watch footage from like their very first concerts even that were just like basements mm-hmm. with like 20 people – they brought it mm-hmm. like they always put on such a good show their concerts are really really fun mm-hmm. um i've actually like traveled to go see them a couple of times yeah i went to a music festival to see them <laughs> so i stuck it out in a fucking hot ass tent just to see them <laughs> um yeah yeah they're great i saw um i got tickets at the hollywood casino amphitheater it's always changing its name i think that's what it's called mm-hmm. and um panic at the disco is actually the main headliner but 21 pilots was opening for them so we went to jesse 21 pilots and that was big before they were very big obviously because they were an opener and me and my friends were like in the field just being like yeah yes and everyone was like what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> it, honestly that also sounds like a really good night because mm-hmm. I usually don't like concerts. They last too long. I don't like standing. I don't yeah, like crowds. Great. <laughs> so when it's an opener, nobody's really partying. You can just see mm-hmm. your faves and then leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was out in like we had um I usually don't like these, but we were out like in the the lawn area. Mm-hmm. So like, we could just like actually dance and like mm-hmm. go crazy and stuff cuz usually if I'm sitting in a seat, I'm just like I'm like barely moving and stuff because I feel weird and like Uh cramped but we were just like literally Mm -hmm. just dancing around and it was so much fun yeah we saw my sister and I went and saw Kesha and I love her I think Mm -hmm. she's just so fun and we saw her at the amphitheater and we were we danced (laughs) non-stop and her she she puts on a good performance as well I but otherwise I'm like I don't I've been to lots of concerts Mm -hmm. like 
So I, you know, I've experienced it, but I'm over it. I don't, I don't like it. Like it's exhausting to me. I still, I'm very, I'm way pickier about concerts now. I used to go just because it was a concert Mm -hmm. and now like I actually need to like them. Um, what's the place called on the loop? The pageant. The pageant. Oh, yeah. I like going mm-hmm. to the pageant now that I'm – because over – obviously, I'm very over 21. Yeah. But, like, um, I like it because you can go and sit and have a drink mm-hmm. and watch – and it's just a, watch. Yeah, it's a nice atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You can just chill. Rather than standing in the pit and being, like, bumped around. I used and, to love the pit. Oh. I used to love it. I used to want to be, like, down in there, sweaty, getting shoved around. I absolutely loved it. That is so Scorpio of you. <laughs> and so you're Sagittarius rising. Yes. That is so Sagittarius yes. rising of you. <laughs> I used to, like, I did not, like, so many people, and I would go with, um, friends and stuff sometimes like whoever mm-hmm. i was dating at the time sometimes and they would be like are you okay are you mm-hmm. okay and i'm like yeah I'm like knocking people around <laughs> honestly i would not be surprised if like we were hanging out and you got hit in the face and i would be like oh my god are you okay and you'd be like yeah <laughs> like you just seem like that kind of person i think that'd be so fun <laughs> well and that that kind of holds up because like i love to do the aerial art stuff and that shit hurts True. you get bruises burns like all up and down your legs and thighs and stuff and you're just like Yes. Like, mm-hmm. if you got a bruise, like, you'd be proud of it. I – that's the thing I miss about – I used to work out, like, mm-hmm. pretty heavily for a little while. Like, the other day, I was squatting down to pick something up, and I, like, could barely <laughs> lift my own <laughs> weight. And I was like, damn, I used to be able to squat 200 pounds, oh and God. now I can barely squat my own weight? This is so yeah. embarrassing for me. <laughs> oh, we need to work out. I, I know. I, I, I haven't worked out in so long. I, I miss it. I miss moving my – I also used to be really, really flexible, like, mm-hmm. just naturally because I used to move around a lot. And now I can, like – I try to lift my leg up and I'm like, ah, <laughs> someone call an ambulance. Oh, but, yeah, great. getting older is weird. I also think it's just, like, I'm getting older, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. my body, you know, I can feel it aging. I'm getting – Yeah. Ugh. Well, and as you get older, like, you have to try to maintain. Whereas mm-hmm. whenever you're younger – it just like kind of like can naturally mm-hmm. come to you sometimes but yeah i've also recently like not to and this is not me bragging about like my body or my weight or anything but i've always always been like 115 pounds always mm-hmm. and then like like I'm, i've never like worried about the scale or anything and then i went to the doctor and this was a couple of years ago maybe maybe a year ago maybe a couple years ago but i went to the doctor and i got on the scale and it was like 130 pounds and i was like damn <laughs> when did that even happen like because i don't i i don't I'm not picky about my weight mm-hmm. or anything but i was just like bam 15 pounds hmm wonder yeah. when that happened but you know weight comes and goes and mm-hmm. distributes differently in people and yeah. i was just surprised <laughs> to be like oh that's just me getting older i guess yeah every few years i put on about five pounds so mm-hmm. it's crawling up there but I feel yeah. like I still fit in most of my same clothes. Same. Yeah. Like, these leggings I've had since an embarrassingly long <laughs> amount of time. And, like, there's, like, holes in them. And I'm just like, mm, I don't wear them anywhere special. But anyways, yeah. but they still fit. And I think I think the weight distributes, like, like in my arms. Mm-hmm. Like, I've noticed I have the, like, like my arms never used to, like, jiggle when I, I would, like, that. wave them. Mm-hmm. And now they do. And, like, it doesn't bother me at all. It's just, like, a development that I've mm-hmm. noticed. I think that, like, that's just weight distributing. And, like, I have that, like, like a little bit of tummy fat now. And, like, it does not bother me. It's I feel like not that, a big deal. That part is definitely an aging thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, your stomach just starts to, like, 
get that pooch a little bit yes. more as you get older. And I definitely think like as I enter my mid to late twenties, my body is like, have a baby bitch. <laughs> and it's it's like distributing and I've Why always haven't been you done this yet. Like yeah. wide in the hips mm-hmm. and and I'm just I'm just like, no, calm down. Stop. Ooh, I'm scared. Don't tell me what to do. Literally. Like I was putting on pants and I had to like jump to get in them and my yeah. stomach was jiggling and it's never done that before. And I was like, damn, that's my body being like, hurry up and have a baby, bitch. I got all this fat ready to protect it. Uh, I definitely want to do a whole podcast on aging. Mm-hmm. And also, because um, like, yeah, it is different between like men and women and I did not realize that for a long time yeah. and especially just young women and older women your body changes and mm-hmm. a lot of it is our hormones and stuff yeah and I I think we could also talk about like mentally aging as well yes. like mentally and physically how um it's yeah. different between men and women mm-hmm. between just lots of people mm-hmm. depending on how you've grown up so I think that would be a cool topic yeah so um about 20 minutes in maybe we should start talking about periods and birth control yeah maybe <laughs> Sorry, we got totally off track. It's all Adam Driver's fault. Uh, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for those of you who actually stick around through all of this stuff mm-hmm. and listen to us before we actually get to the main topic. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start like time stamping and being like, this is when we start talking about oh, the Oh yeah, we could thing. we could do that like in the description. I think that would yeah. be a good idea. Um, I think Small Town Murder does that because they always Ooh. do a long intro of okay. like, here is all of our updates, like our schedules and yeah. our tours. Here is because they always do like history of the town, and then they do current events in the town, like uh, festivals. They do a, a, a real estate report where they'll like show you all the houses, and then Very they cool. get into the murder. So that like they're right. really doing the small town. <clears throat> I also think that birth control affects your weight and mm-hmm. your body so much. Oh, it definitely does. Um. Did you ever get those, oh, I can't remember, Gardasil, Gardasil shots? They were for HPV. I got one. You're okay. supposed to get two, I think. I think you're supposed to get three. Oh, okay. I, know, I only got one. <laughs> I know my sister and I got all of them. Mm-hmm. And I followed this YouTuber and she got the Gardasil shots and her she just gained mm-hmm. massive amount of weight after she, she got the shots. Yeah. And stuff that messes with, I have no idea what the Gardasil shots do. I remember doctors just being like, you need these shots. Oh, they were pushing it big time. Yes. Yeah. And now they're, they're like, we should have never given those to people. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's why I only had one is because I went to the doctor for, I think, just like being sick. I don't even remember. But it wasn't anything to do with that. Then they were like, hey, while you're here, we're going to give you the shot. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And then I didn't go back because I was like, I only went because I was sick. And you yeah. gave me the shot. And like, they didn't really give me good like follow-up yeah. care with that either so i only got the one but um yeah and i don't i don't feel like that's a thing that not a lot of people it's not talked about enough or like normalized enough mm-hmm. that these hormones like really mess with your body oh my god they do so mm-hmm. much a lot of people become extremely suicidal yeah. on birth control and they nobody tells you that nobody yeah. tells you that and i mean who the hell is going to be like uh, I've really been suicidal recently. Oh, maybe it's my birth control. Like, mm-hmm. that's not the first thing on your mind. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I actually noticed. So I recently stopped, well, a few months at this point, stopped taking my birth control. And my mood changed mm-hmm. so much. And I've heard a lot of other people say that it made them super depressed, made their emotions mm-hmm. really strange. Um, 
it, yeah, just it's something you would never think about. Yeah. And now that I've been on birth control most of my life, and now that I'm off of it, I'm like, I feel like my mood is definitely better. Yeah. How much of this depression was because of my birth control and how much was just actually me it has me questioning all of my life (laughs) yeah like um i was on so i've taken the pill for a long time Mm -hmm. since i was about 14 i've been on birth control and for a little stint in there i was i had an iud but i'll talk more about that Mm -hmm. in a minute but i have taken the birth control that is different doses every week so every week you're taking a different strength of birth control and i would become so like uh you could say anything to me like the week before my period and i would go off Mm -hmm. i would snap um in a different way than you would from like normal pmsing type stuff yes and or like just anything would upset me like i i would just anything Mm -hmm. and finally i went to a different doctor a woman doctor and she was like, oh, we can start you on um, a birth control that's the same dosage the entire month and then just, like, is different at the end mm-hmm. so that you have a period. And after that, I've been fine. Yeah. Like, um, also, my periods have been easier, more lighter, almost non-existent. Yeah. And I was like, damn, <laughs> why doesn't anybody listen to you or ask these types of questions? Mm-hmm. Because she was asking me questions that I was like, I've never been asked this before about yeah. like my mood or about like my well-being. And she was like, oh, that might be the birth control. So we can try this. And it, it worked. And I it was feel fine. Like those questions should be asked at like all of your um, like yearly appointments that you have. Because I was put on a birth control and then never asked about it again like yep. it took until i said um i think something is weird could it be my birth control because i was like googling stuff mm-hmm. myself and trying to do like process of elimination myself and like oh yeah it could totally be that what's happening and then we talked about mm-hmm. it but they should they should have to ask you at least at your yearly appointment how is your birth control are you having these things happen to you that that should really be a part of it and that feeds into my fear of doctors so much because it's like maybe they do but they just skip over it because they're mm-hmm. like shoo shoo we got more people to go and yeah. or they just assume that it's fine because you're not saying anything mm-hmm. and um i am th- i wanted to talk about this subject because i am gonna stop my birth control to get on an iud and like i made an appointment specifically to go talk about birth control and i was like why why do i have to make an appointment specifically to talk about birth control when you should be asking me these things at my wellness exam Mm -hmm. and i had an iud once before like i mentioned and so i got it put in probably in about 2016 is when i had it put in and i had it for about a year And so they say to give it three to six months for it to adjust to your body. And I um, consistently had a period and not like a a, a, like a big period, like Mm -hmm. just like spotting for that entire year that I had it. And I was finally like, I can't do this anymore. This is like I've given it a, a very fair chance, I think. And I had my doctor take it out and I just got back on the pill and... Is this IUD different? 
I think it's a different brand. Mm-hmm. And I'm also hoping, like, I was like, do you think that it would be different now that I'm I'm older and my body's maybe changed a little bit? And she was like, it could that could be the case as well. And so we'll see. I'm very, very nervous yeah. for it because it's painful. It is Ugh. so painful. I can't imagine. That's one of the reasons why I was just on the pill forever and mm-hmm. never looked into it because it, it freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. And I am just, I'm just like tired of taking it. Like I'm tired of my alarm going off at yeah. nine o'clock every night and having to go and take it. And it's just exhausting. And I just want to throw out, just in case anybody doesn't know, IUD is um, interuterine device, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's um, a form of birth control that's actually put like into your uterus and kind of sits up there. Yeah. They put it in, into your cervix, which like, you know, your cervix. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what is you know you have the vagina mm-hmm. and then the cervix and then your uterus so and it's it like kind of like hang out like it doesn't hang out of your cervix but like there's a little yeah. string that hangs down so you can make sure that it doesn't like because there is a possibility of it being put into your uterus like there's a lot of risks with your it uterine wall and, yeah ugh. stuff like that ugh. and so you have to reach inside of yourself to t- to make sure the string is in place and make mm-hmm. sure it's fine because if it does dislodge you know you're you're not on birth control anymore so yeah. you can become pregnant and then there's all sorts of complications with that mm-hmm. and but lots of people have them and i know lots of people that have them and they Mm -hmm. have no issues with them so these are very rare chances in case you're like thinking about getting one (laughs) and you know i also was like i know the birth control works for me i know it does and i know it's fine but also i don't know what's gonna happen in a year with Mm -hmm. you know amy coney barrett being put onto the supreme court i don't know what's gonna happen even though joe biden has been elected president yeah we still don't know i don't want to risk somebody taking my birth control away and i know that that's probably an irrational fear maybe it it could the prices of it could go up Mm -hmm. like um at the time that i was still taking mine mine was free every month and who it used to not be i used Mm -hmm. to have to pay for it and um i remember it being it wasn't expensive but it was still hard for me to pay for it sometimes because like i started it whenever i was 16 and there were times as I was growing up, that, like I didn't have much money at mm-hmm. all. So like even coming up with that 20 bucks to get birth control every month could be really tough. And they sometimes will put them together, or, like try to put them together in like three months at a time. Whenever you go to the pharmacy, I couldn't afford 60 bucks oh at a time. God. So I'm like, no, I can only do one month. And then that's also just becomes a pain in the butt. And um, trying to get it monthly because I couldn't fill my prescription, like, until I was so close to running out. Like, you had to be close enough to the next month. And then, like, I couldn't always work it out with my schedule and stuff to, like, go and get it. And, like, it was mm-hmm. just such a pain. Um, yeah, I feel like that's something that's not talked about enough is that you're supposed to take it, like, the same time, basically, every night. Mm-hmm. And just how much of a nuisance oh that becomes God, whenever so it's – It's every night for years. Because mm-hmm. most people aren't on it short term. It's usually – yeah, I, usually longer. Like I said, I took it from, I took the pill from fourteen till how old was I in twenty sixteen? So so twenty one mm-hmm. until I was twenty one, and then I did a year of IUD, and then I could do it. So I've yeah. been on the pill again from around twenty two till twenty five. So that's every one of those nights you I have know. to remember to take it. And then I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but. You know, sometimes you forget. Mm -hmm. It happens. And if you take – so 
I have I've done it to where I've taken like three at a time and it makes you sick. Mm-hmm. Like you can have like you're having like an overdose on those hormones yeah. and like it makes you so sick. But I'm like scared I, like because they tell you to take it if you mm-hmm. miss a night to take it. Yeah. And so I'm like, what do you do if you miss three nights? <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> and it makes you so nauseous. Yeah. And it gives you headaches. jumpstart a period for me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. If I, I knew if I missed a night, it was going to happen, mm-hmm. which is such a pain in the ass. Because I actually ended up taking mine continuously so that I didn't really have periods much mm-hmm. anymore. So like if I missed a day or sometimes if I ended up taking it really late, um, it's like if I forgot to take it with me somewhere and I came home, you know, super early the next morning, like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. or something, and then I tried to take it then, it could even jumpstart my mm-hmm. period then. I'm like, what a freaking pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, that brings up a fear of mine of like going out of town and forgetting your birth control mm-hmm. or like going out of town in, be- in in between. And then you have to like figure out like, okay, so I need this one. Okay. So, but so now I need to go to the pharmacy and get my next month. Like, yeah. It's so stressful. And like, I feel like a lot of this, I am, I am assuming a little bit here, but I also do have some experience with this, but a lot of guys don't think it's that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And it's so obnoxious. Like you can't even remember to put the fucking toilet seat down and you're going to like say that it's not that big of a deal if I were to take this every night. It's not just taking it. It's remembering to pick up your next prescription. It's making sure you have your yearly appointment on time to make sure you can even get another prescription. Mm -hmm. It's all of these things, and it's, again, for years, Yeah. so don't tell us it's not that hard. <laughs> like, how old am I? 25, so 11 years I've been taking birth control, and, like, you know, you don't, I don't, I wasn't having sex at 14, mm-hmm. um, but, like, you you know, you take it to regulate your periods, you take it to, like, in case you do have sex, like, that's the mature, yeah. responsible thing to do, like, so my mom took me to the doctor to have an appointment and that's just what mm-hmm. and also like sometimes at the doctor i feel like i have no autonomy like i can't like they're just like okay here you go like because i don't you don't know mm-hmm. i i didn't know to ask questions like about all of the different types of the pill because there's a million different kinds of the pill and then there's out of that you can have the shot the inject the thingy in your arm you you can have the ring the patch the iud the whatever it is there's so many options but they're just like here you go (laughs) like don't shouldn't i have a say i don't but you don't i didn't know that then and i wish i would have Mm -hmm. because i i don't know it's tough um yeah and with your your first point that you brought up like you you got on it whenever you're 14 and not necessarily because you're sexually active i definitely didn't start mine because i was sexually active Mm -hmm. um i took mine for like a medical purpose I had really, really bad periods whenever I was younger, and I was 16. Um, I mean, and I started before that. I just didn't even think birth control was an option, and I didn't have a car yet to drive myself around, and I didn't really have um, parental figures to take me to go get stuff like that done, mm-hmm. so I kind of had to wait until I could drive. But I had really bad periods, and of course, I was in school, so like it would affect my school days and stuff like that, and I heard, oh, well, birth control can help with that. Um, as well as my mom has a history of endometriosis really badly. So it's also known that if you take birth control, it can help the spread of endometriosis, which is like a in on your insides, like all this like connective tissue type stuff will start to build up mm-hmm. and it can like really wreak havoc on your organs and on your uterus and your periods and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it won't stop what is already 
happened, but it'll stop it from continuously spreading. So I had such bad periods that it was assumed that I might have it. But the only way to know is to actually cut you open and look inside of you and see if you have it. So we're like, no, let's not do that. I'm just going to start some birth control. So whenever I could finally drive myself, I went to Planned Parenthood because I didn't have much money. I didn't understand how doctors worked then. I was still young. And I was also very scared that if I went to a doctor, they would contact my parents who didn't know I was going. So I went there and they were so, so nice. So incredibly nice. I had like my first woman exam ever there and they were very patient. They explained things pretty well. Um, So it was such a nice experience except for the fact that I was 16 and it was Planned Parenthood and there would be picketers outside sometimes Mm -hmm. protesting and stuff, yelling at me for going in there because they also can perform abortions. So there was always people out there like thinking that I'm just an awful person. I'm a 16 year old who's like dying of cramps and menstrual problems, just trying to get some birth control. And they had these signs. They would be yelling, they'd be chanting. And like, that was such a freaking traumatizing experience. But because I went through that so young, that really like formed an opinion on how I feel about Planned Parenthood and stuff like that. So it was so non-judgmental. Everything was sliding scale. It was so accepting and open and I just saw them as like, what is wrong with you? They're like, yeah. you're not okay with this service that they're providing for people. So anyway, that was kind of a long <laughs> side story there. But I was I was glad that I went through that experience whenever I was younger because I really think it helped form some of the opinions that I have now. Um, but <laughs> I went through all of that to try to hide it from my family. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked for my grandpa at the time as a summer job in the office that he worked at and my period got so bad while I was at work one day that I was literally like laying on the bathroom floor I felt like I couldn't move I felt like it was absolutely awful I was throwing up and stuff and my grandpa's like what's wrong with you and I'm like I'm on my period I just started this birth control so I don't know if it's that and he's like you did what I'm like yeah so he took me back to Planned Parenthood and was like what's wrong with her oh no <laughs> At least he didn't shame you or like, no, he, you know. he didn't at all. That's good. Especially because he actually had to see it. Mm-hmm. This is how bad it can be. Like, I did have to explain to him, I'm on this because it's supposed to help with this. And he's like, this is how bad they are. And I'm like, yes, like mm-hmm. I was throwing up. I was sick. I could barely freaking stand. So he took me back and was like, what's wrong with her? And they're like, this is just what's going to happen right now. <laughs> and side effects are so, so varying too, mm-hmm. like not just you know period side effects like yeah. pmsing but like side effects from birth control i remember when i st- started um on the the birth control where it's all the same dosage mm-hmm. the entire month like because that was a new one for me pretty recently like last year i started taking that kind and i wasn't in a bad mood anymore but i was so tired Mm -hmm. like during the day i was like i can barely get through the day because i'm so tired i need to lay down and take a nap like i can't yeah function right now and um so i i was like this is debilitating like debilitating tiredness so i started on a different kind of birth control and that that one's been fine but like the process of finding Mm -hmm. the right medication for you is so tedious Mm -hmm. i know um like i've been told oh if that one doesn't work we'll try a new one um 
with both my antidepressants and my birth control, but like the process of finding the right medication for you is so long, tedious. You have to be pay so much attention to yourself and it's like, oh my gosh, I just want to not die it's, or be tired. Yeah, it's or, not fun trial and error. It's no. You go through a month of having like awful symptoms to the point they're like, no, I can't stand this. Mm-hmm. And you go back and pay another copay and then try another one and have another month of awful side effects. It's more so shitty. doctor's appointments and more like putting new things in my body and like – and I tried uh, – so like, you know, with quarantine, I was like, I don't want to go to the – excuse me. I don't want to go to the pharmacy to pick up my birth control anymore like – I just, I don't like leaving the house. Mm. And so I started doing a pill club where you, so they send you the birth control and then they send you like snacks and they send you oh, that's super cool. stickers. And I signed up for it. My insurance covered it. It oh, was, that's cool. it was an imp- approved pharmacy. And so a couple months into it, I got an email that was like, actually this, they don't do this pharmacy anymore. Oh. And I was like, no. So it's just so tedious to go okay, can you send my prescription back here? Like, mm. oh. And it gets expensive because you have to pay that copay every mm-hmm. single time you need to go see them, even if you're just going, hey, this made me sick. I think we need to try another. And they go, okay, and hand you another pack. And you're like, cool, another 40 bucks or 60 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. It's, it's just, I hate it. I hate mm. it so much. And like, I'm on a birth control that I like, but again, like I just... I don't, I don't want to take it every night. It, yeah. It's, it like sucks when like we'll be laying down to watch a movie and then my alarm goes off and we're like, ah, and then I have to get up and go get my birth control yeah. and, and like, it, it doesn't sound like <laughs> that hard and it's not, but like every night, no breaks every night. If you go out, I have to remember to bring it mm-hmm. or I have to remember to set another reminder or and then another reminder and then another reminder to take it and i just don't want to do that anymore yeah and i shouldn't have to i don't think have you heard um i always thought this was funny like we don't have a birth control for men yet because like they couldn't do it like if they heard the side effects like they wouldn't take it or mm-hmm. if they you know had to take it every night that they wouldn't do it which is why there's only one for women um and that's just that's kind of a joke but also i feel like kind of oh real life <laughs> charlie has to take an allergy pill mm-hmm. every day. He has horrible allergies, so he takes it every day. And so often he comes in and he's like, did I take my allergy <laughs> pill? And I'm like, set an alarm. Mm-hmm. Set a reminder. Take it at night. Imagine like, if that was birth control. <laughs> oh, my God. And like, like, you know, birth control comes in the packs that are like Monday, Tuesday. But sometimes mm-hmm. I'm still like, what if I took it on the wrong day? Yeah. Or like, I don't know. So I have to be responsible and remember. And mm-hmm. Or can you imagine a guy, like if he was taking something that made him feel nauseous or tired or made him gain weight or lose weight? Because also like the same people on the same birth or different people on the same birth control, like one might gain weight, one might lose mm-hmm. weight, one might get acne, one might clear up their skin. Like it's so different. But can you imagine like if a guy was, had to take something like birth control and they went through these side effects they would be so bitchy also last time i had an iud it made so an iud the hormones in it are different than birth control like mm-hmm. a lot of birth controls will clear up your acne supposedly but the iud doesn't do that it's strictly just for 
not having a baby. And the last time I was on one, my acne was horrible, like painful cystic acne on my cheeks. And I'm so nervous that's going to happen again. And like... And whenever it's hormonal like that, there's not much you can do about mm-hmm. it, which is awful. Mm-hmm. Like, you can use whatever skincare you want, but if it's a hormonal thing, they're going to pop up. Yeah. And, like, I still get acne every once in a while. It's a lot better than mm-hmm. it used to be. And I'm hoping that, like, you know, maybe it'll be three months of, you know, my body adjusting mm-hmm. to it. And I'm willing to be patient. Like, I I have – I uh, – have taken so many different medications before. I know how to be patient and I know how to do this, but I'm just like, I don't want to. But at the <laughs> same time, I know I need to because I'm just tired of it. Mm. I'm so tired. Well, and you're of not it. looking to have a kid anytime soon no. either. So, like, this long term solution is perfect for mm-hmm. you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, the doctor was like, oh, you can have it from like five to seven years even. And wow. I was like, awesome. That is perfect. That's, That's awesome. exactly what I want. And I just want to have it, not think about it, just, mm-hmm. you know, nine o'clock rolls around, just have a normal night <laughs> and not have the blaring alarm to be like, yeah. hey, go take your breath control. And and, and it, some people like it. That's great for them. Not for me anymore. I don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, another thing with um, birth control and periods, because we've, we've touched on both of them, is I want so badly to be able to normalize these things that Mm -hmm. we can talk about them in a way that doesn't make other people uncomfortable or think that it's gross that stuff i mean i even used to think that it was so uncomfortable to talk about such an uncomfortable Mm -hmm. topic because that's how everybody makes you feel Mm -hmm. like you can't bring up um like the teenage friends that i grew up around like they were mostly boys like if i were to say oh, I need to go get tampons or something, they would be like, ew, gross. We mm-hmm. don't want to hear that. Why? Why? It happens to every freaking person with a vagina that you know. Mm-hmm. Why can we not normalize this? It's not a disgusting thing. It's a completely normal process. Yes. Even animals go through it. Mm-hmm. It's literally one of the most natural, normal things that your body can go through. Why have we stigmatized this to be so disgusting and taboo and like we shouldn't talk about this and like even the fact that if you ask your partner or a friend or like a family member to go get you tampons or something it's like oh my god he's a freaking hero if he Mm -hmm. goes and buys you a box of tampons like why why is he such a hero because he went into the tampon aisle Mm -hmm. like that shouldn't be such a big deal it should just be like oh you need these now i'm gonna go somewhere of course i'll get those it's so messed up and like I do love the memes, though, that are like, hey, babe, what size your pussy? Like, those kill me. Lemon or lime. Like, fuck. But also, I totally agree with you. It should be normal. You should be able to, like, I'm on my period. I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. I, it's like, having a cold yeah like you wouldn't be like oh it's so nasty like it's it it happens every month get used to it that is literally every every month shoot i was gonna say something and now i oh i remember like when i was in college like an undergrad um we were hanging out with friends really quickly i was about to say (laughs) we were at a party but i corrected myself because i didn't want to say i was at a party because covid but i was like this was like five years ago <laughs> like the way covid has m- morphed my brain this is with me whenever i watch tv shows too yes i yeah. was watching kitchen nightmares and gordon ramsay was like we're gonna pack this place like sardines like, and i was what? like 
I was like, no, Gordon. And I was like, <laughs> this is literally like 2004. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? It's so weird. Anyways, but yeah, we were at a, I was at a party and the guys were like, oh, I would never have sex with a girl on her period. It is so nasty. And I was like, scratching my head. Like, what the hell? Grow up. Yeah. You're like 20 years old. Grow up. It's, it should not be seen as a nasty thing. Like, it's not. No. Put a towel down. Yeah. You're going to be fine. <laughs> like, I personally feel like too gross. Like I just don't feel mm-hmm. like in a sex mood whenever yeah, it's yeah. happening. Because sometimes but, it's yeah. stinky down there like, when you're on your yeah. period. Or it's and... just like, I just, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. feel sexy when I'm when I'm on it. It's like mm-hmm. I'm just not in a sex mood. But... It's like a, I, I feel like I could describe it, but it's so hard. Like it's mm-hmm. like, I want to say steamy almost. <laughs> But, like, that's not right, but it feels right. Like, yeah. at least to me, I'm like, yeah. like, when I go to wash, you know, in the shower when I'm on my period, it's like, I feel like I can, like, f- feel the, like, mm-hmm. nastiness washing well, away. Having a bidet has been great whenever you're on oh. your period because you can, like, you know, just get all the steaminess away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, it shouldn't – it should not be no. seen as a disgusting thing. It should be seen as natural and fun. Like, you can have your preferences, I guess, of, like, yeah. I prefer to not. But it's normal. It's so normal. And it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. sex is messy anyways. And so, like, you know, take a shower afterwards. Like, yeah. you're going to be fine. I promise. It's it's fine. Mm-hmm. And also, orgasms can help with cramps. Mm-hmm. Orgasms help with, like – it can help the make flow. your periods like a little bit shorter because mm-hmm. it helps, yeah, get all the the flow going sometimes. And it's just like it's fine. Calm down. Yeah. Calm down, Brad. <laughs> Not I, Brad. It's like, like, like I, Chad. I, I actually try to. Um, I I used to like never talk about that stuff with any of my partners, but mm-hmm. then I've been super openly talking about all of it with with brad because i mean mm-hmm. we're married especially like you're gonna know that this stuff is happening um and i just recently even got um period cups i've mm-hmm. tried them a couple months now and like i have them out like i'm showing them to him like not like while they're being used but yeah um, <laughs> I, I don't even want to see that <laughs> but i'll be like oh look at these things like the mm-hmm. first is like how does this even go in me like like i've talked to him about it together mm-hmm. and like the first time i used it i'm like oh my god, I just used it and it's so weird. Like, it's like, like, he knows, like, I'll talk about it. I boiled my cups, like, and I'm like, oh, I'm cleaning them. And like, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that to feel normal. I, I want tampons to feel normal. I want it yeah. all to feel normal. I really, really want to try those. But I will say the one thing is I've lived, you know, I lived with my parents for a really long time and I would always flush my tampons, which like, you're not supposed <laughs> to do. But I do, I do anyways. Yeah. And, um... So and now I live with Charlie and we live in a very old house, yeah. like very old. And I'm not about to risk it because our plumbing is already mm-hmm. really weird. Um and so when I first started dating Charlie, he had just like a open trash can, like like there was no like top to it. Yeah. And I was very like I don't cause he has cat. Like we've cats and he had cats before I I was there and I was like, I don't want them to that's embarrassing whenever they do get into something like that. Yes. Like they're playing with like mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Because even like when I lived with my parents, like the dogs would do that. And it's just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just like, oh no, I don't like it's because it is gross at that point. Yeah. It, it, whenever it's your old animal blood. is eating your used tampon. Yeah. That's kind of gross at that point. <laughs> and so I would like, I, uh, the first thing I did when I moved in was buy a trash can where you like step <laughs> on it to make the lid yeah. pop. And I was like, oh, I feel so much better because – 
oh my gosh i was mm. just like how embarrassing would that be if we're here and we're playing D D and the cats come out and they've got like <laughs> one of my old tampons because like they do start to smell after a while yeah. because it's it's you know part of you mm-hmm. rotting in the trash can like that's gross organic material in your trash can. yes exactly um Although one time I was telling him that, so again, I would flush my tampons at my parents' house and I would take them out before getting in the shower mm-hmm. and obviously I wouldn't flush the toilet. So I would leave them in there and then forget. <laughs> and then you come back and like the tampon starts making toilet tea. Like, <laughs> so I would call it toilet tea because yeah. it would start like <laughs> steeping the tampon. Yeah. Oh God. That just got really gross for a second. But like I he was like, what happens? What? <laughs> what happens to the tampon when you leave it in a toilet? And That's I was like, hilarious. it's like, I was like, you know, when you put a little tea bag and it like, you know. It just starts dispersing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. I've I've really started to get into the um the cups and I have a couple pairs of like the period underwear. Mm-hmm. And I love them also from like um a standpoint of using less waste mm-hmm. and um like, yeah, I'm, I don't – I'm trying to, like, get our whole household less waste, less animal products, stuff like that. So I love the idea of just being able to, like, reuse these things. There is a huge learning curve with them, mm-hmm. and it's real freaking weird at first. But also, you can leave them in for, like, 12 hours at a time. That so is nice. That's fantastic, too. I – I know – again, I do a lot of things you're not supposed to. That A lot of girls will be like, oh, like I sleep in my tampons, and mm-hmm. I know you're I know you're not supposed to, but I do it anyways. And then sometimes I forget to take them out, oh, wait, no. or – And so, like – But – So that's – Super really, long time. I'm well, like, that can kill you. I know. It can literally kill you. That's a risk I'm willing to take. And I feel like that's a thing, too. Like, I want all people who don't menstruate to know – that the risk that we are putting ourselves mm-hmm. in no it is like a, a low risk that you're going yeah. to get toxic shock syndrome but there's still a risk there mm-hmm. and um i also was reading about how they can also help help breed bacteria um for like yeast infections and um what's it called vaginal Bag- vaginosis vaginosis yeah bacterial vaginosis and stuff like that because it like sits in there and can mm-hmm. like you know breed bacteria and stuff like that the ph balance of a vagina is so delicate mm-hmm. can you okay this might be a weird question but can you like tell if your ph is or like your vagina balances off based off smell because i can like because you're used to mm-hmm. it so you know what your vagina smells like you're used to it but like when the smell is off i'm like something's wrong something's going on yeah it's like it puts out like big signals that something's wrong mm-hmm. have you seen the um i love that this has been a thing so like on tiktok and instagram and whatever they're it there's people are starting to be more open about mm-hmm. vagina stuff and they're showing um that your vagina can bleach things yes yeah yes that's so crazy i went and looked at my black underwear and mm-hmm. i was like whoa yeah. i guess that is because i've never thought about it it's just like always happened yeah and i was like whoa that's crazy that used to happen to me more whenever i was younger for some reason and i was like mm-hmm. what is this but i guess it's okay i haven't had that happen recently so like i don't know what is changing yeah but yeah but it and also just goes to show that like the body is so mm-hmm. weird it's yeah. so delicate that like one point in your life it did this thing and now it doesn't yeah. and like it's still fine yeah and it's still okay mm-hmm. and the, like the vagina is like a, it's, it's such a crazy place it really is <laughs> yeah and that is so you do the cups i've really wanted to do that because charlie and i also try to have a low-waste mm-hmm. household um 
like one of my big things when moving in with him was like no paper plates like we have to do all of our dishes and as a depressed person that was like whoa (laughs) and also so i i know i've talked a little bit about like water and my weird relationship with Mm -hmm. water but like i would not drink out of a cup it would have to be a bottle like a plastic bottle which i know is so so bad and i don't do it anymore but I would also love to not have to, you know, throwing away tampons and mm. um, I don't wear pads, but I just don't like to. I think they're, yeah. I, for me, they're yucky. I'm like, ooh, sitting in a bloody diaper all day is not for me. Yeah. Um, some people love them. I am not one of those people. Yeah. I do rec- re- recommend the cups a lot. Um, at first, it was very difficult to figure out how to use and even mm-hmm. to like, get it out and stuff like I'm so glad that I've been able to stay at home because that made trying to use them so much easier. That's true. Um, But there is a learning curve. In the first month that I tried them, I'm like, I don't know if I can get this to work. But even by, like, this this next month, I'm like, this is actually not that bad. Mm -hmm. And I kind of love it. And that has actually made um, people's cramps less severe. And it made my period shorter. Yeah, like there's all kinds of stuff. So I'm in a Facebook group about um, like a specific period cup because it's like a support group. Like yeah. everyone's like, hey, I feel like the position is not quite right. Or how do you get it as a seal? And how do you do this and that? So like everyone just talks about it. Yeah. And um, there's so many people that were saying, yeah, like my cramps are so much less severe. My periods are way shorter. Like their side effects of everything mm-hmm. are just better in general. And it's crazy. I don't know what the science is. I think it's something about like, I wonder if it lets you, like, flow better rather than, like, a tampon that just kind of, like, blocks it blocks it a little bit. I also wonder if maybe, like, tampon, tampons have chemicals in them, yeah. too. And I wonder if it's something with that. But, like, I have a question about it. Do you, So sometimes when I put – if I'm having a really heavy flow mm-hmm. and I take my tampon out and put a new one in, I get blood on my fingers. Mm-hmm. Does that happen to you when you put it in? Not as much as I thought. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that it was going to be a lot messier Mm -hmm. and it is to an extent but like as long as you're hovering like over the toilet as you're like taking it out because of course like the blood is in there Mm -hmm. and at home it's so much easier because I can literally just then like wash it off in the sink and put it back in but I don't get that much on my fingers actually I thought that I would because I was like I'm getting up in there but I'm not actually because like you reach like around the outside of the cup and most of it is is like pretty in the cup Mm -hmm. um because there's like a pretty good seal formed there like not a lot of it seeps around the outside of the cup um so as you're taking it out and even putting it back in it's really not that bad you are gonna Mm. get a little bit on you but it's not that bad i'm wondering if i'm like i wonder if it would be fun for the podcast for me to switch to diva cups and then like chart every week like what the Mm -hmm. what it's like and actually i have i have two different kinds of cups one is a more firm silicone cup and one is like pretty pliable and soft mm-hmm. um and i like the soft one better i can feel the firm one anymore the firm one's easier to get it to like open whereas the soft one is a little bit trickier at first but i prefer the softer one now yeah and it was only seven dollars there's a brand that's like we're trying to make this available to everyone it's called june cup, june um, cup. i love it it's yeah it's called june that can be like a recommendation this week i absolutely love it that's the support group the support group like the facebook group mm-hmm. that i'm into is like for the june cup um and yeah they wanted to make it affordable for everybody so they knocked their prices down to seven dollars whenever the pandemic first started because most of them are like 20 30 40 bucks but also in the long run when you think about it you're saving so much Mm -hmm. money oh absolutely tampons are expensive like yeah 
$18 for like a nice box of tampons mm-hmm. or like I know a lot of people are into the like organic tampons and those are yeah I don't know I just buy the I do tampax which I do tampax sport because I like the plastic applicators and there's also so many different kinds like there's the cardboard applicators there's mm-hmm. the plastic applicators there's, there's so many different kinds and it and I feel like you know you go to the aisle and you stand there and I'm like <laughs> where are the ones I like yeah. and I stand there forever trying to find them because there's so many mm-hmm. and they're so expensive too like again when I moved out on my own I started buying all of my own things and I was like damn mm-hmm. these are expensive it's crazy um yeah I I hate having a period though yeah. I'm hoping p- praying that the IUD will take the opposite effect this time mm-hmm. and stop my period I know some people that that's happened to mm-hmm. yeah and I hope my sister doesn't mind me saying this. I'll double check and make sure. But <laughs> she has an IUD and her period stopped for a little while and then later on started again. Mm. So, like, there's all sorts of different side effects that they can have on you. But I, my sister's skin is really nice and we have always been very similar in that way. So I'm hoping that it will work on yeah. me this time because she had it. She got hers later at like a at a later age than I got mine. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping it works. I'll, I will keep you guys updated on how that goes, <laughs> but I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. My birth control was definitely helping to keep my skin nice. And now that I've been off of it, I'm getting those like hormonal period breakouts mm-hmm. and I'm just like, this is absolutely awful. I hate this. I know. I know. I get them, you know, you get them on your chin. I have one mm-hmm. right now and they're so painful because they're like the cystic, mm-hmm. you know, under the skin, painful pimples. And I, oh my gosh. And I have always been very insecure about my skin. Always. I used to have horrible acne, horrible acne. Um, maybe if I'm feeling brave, I'll put a picture up of like how bad my acne used to be. And um, I am you know, I get one pimple and I'm like, oh, I'm hideous. <laughs> and it's just always been an insecurity mm-hmm. of mine. So that's another thing on my mind when I get the IUD and like, oh, I'm so nervous. Yeah. Um, we're starting to run out of time here. But one thing that we wanted to make sure to mention also is that not just women mm-hmm. have periods. It's anybody who has a vagina, which can include who, like, what, however you identify. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you identify. It's just... People if you have, have periods. People who have vaginas are going to have periods no matter how they identify. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that we covered that it's also not just exclusive to women because mm-hmm. that's been something that's been on my mind recently too Same. because yeah, I just – I feel like that's not talked about that much. And it's starting to become yeah. more a bigger topic, which is really, really good. And it really pushes some people's buttons, which I don't understand. Like we were just having a conversation before the podcast about this, but – um, there was a tampon brand. I don't remember who it was, but they had like changed their wording to say something specific about a woman to just people in general. Mm-hmm. And it pissed people off. They had opinions like, and I don't get why it matters. I have never like cared that much about anything in my life. Like some yeah. people care about how other people identify. Like, damn, Karen, yeah, like, I don't. I don't care how you identify. That's your business. <laughs> like, however, just just let me know if I need to know if I yes. if I so I don't call you the wrong thing or something. But yes. I don't care. I have been trying so hard to when I don't know somebody's pronouns, like 
even if they're female mm-hmm. looking, I, it does not matter. That is just what I think a woman is supposed to look like. So yeah. my automatic is she, but I always am like they, them, no matter mm-hmm. what. I try and they, them people when I don't know their pronouns. Yeah. And actually that, um, I was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to um, a friend's mom a while ago. Oh my gosh. It was before pandemic stuff so yeah wow it was a while ago it felt mm-hmm. like it was just like a couple months ago but um i was talking to her about stuff and she's like oh yeah i started um seeing somebody new like i'm actually moving into their house and all this stuff and i'm like oh what do they do like trying to not assume because mm-hmm. they also have people in the family who are a little bit gender fluid so like i didn't want to assume anything and she's like what I'm like what do they do and she's like my boyfriend I'm like yeah, what does he do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like I, she was obviously con- really confused by yeah. the pronouns I was using, but like I know that they have gender fluid people in their household, so I didn't want to assume yeah. that she was dating a man. Mm-hmm. She might be dating a woman, and I didn't want to. I don't know. And she was very confused by it, though. But I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I we said this last week. I want to always be a student. I'm always willing to mm-hmm. learn, and I think that understanding that people have periods Mm -hmm. you don't have to be you don't have to live by a label or whatever do whatever you want yeah but you sometimes you have a period sometimes i have a period sometimes they have a period sometimes she has a period sometimes he has a period let's all bitch about them together (laughs) (laughs) they suck absolutely um isn't that, like, the world that we all want to live in? We all just want to be able to bitch about our periods together. Oh, my God. Nothing bonds people, like, being able to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> I recently have become so much closer with this person I know because we've been able to talk shit <laughs> people. <laughs> and, like, I um, I hate drama. Like, personally, I do not like drama I stay away from it. It does not please me. But when other people have drama, (laughs) bitch, I'm front row. I was watching this TikTok about this woman who was like disowned by her family over the over president-elect Biden. And she had like 20 TikToks about it. And do you know I sat through every single one because I am nosy as hell. That's awesome. I love it. Well, that was one of the things that um like me and Brad would early bond about is like he's a pretty grumpy person mm-hmm. um but like we would go and do stuff and he'd be like look at that idiot over there talking on their phone like that I'm like god why would you even do that like we would both just you know like find stuff like that and be able to bitch about it together yeah because you're not hurting anybody it's just fun to talk shit sometimes yeah. and like just sit back and observe and like have that person to observe with you yeah i love it mm-hmm. i feel like it's almost easier to bond over mutual stuff that you hate than it is mutual stuff that yeah. you like sometimes yeah yeah so yeah fun story though I, <laughs> I went to have a wellness exam i had to have a wellness exam to get my iud this was a new doctor i've never been to before they give you a breast exam they'll check you for lumps for cancer she took the little gown off and she looks at my boobs and she goes, your boobs look pretty normal, except the left one's a little bit up higher and a little bit different. And I was like, it's true, but you didn't have to say it. Thank it's, you for pointing out my flaws. Thank you so much, bitch. Which is also completely normal for boobs to be different. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I'm not self-conscious about it. My uh, my like sternum is tilted. Mm-hmm. So, of course, my boobs are going to be different just because of 
they're laying yeah. on different surfaces, Which basically. My, oh, I found this out the other day, but I always thought that I was a weirdo because I had like an uneven sternum and I found out that Sydney also yeah. has an uneven sternum. It's just like a, a common deformity, apparently. Like my mom has it too. And, but yeah, she, she pointed out my uneven breasts and I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> but also like, damn, I know. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So wait, another thing I want to bring up really quick, because I think this is really funny too. So um, whenever we have our yearly exams, we get our breast touched and looked at and poked and prodded as well as a giant speculum inserted into mm-hmm. us to open us up wide so they can scrape out all oh, of our insides. It. But men go and get like a prostate exam after they're like 40 once every who knows how many years. And they're going to complain about that shit. Oh my God, Are you'll you never me? hear the end of it. Never. <laughs> But uh, I'm so tired of hearing about, oh, I got to get a finger stuck in me. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? They're going to open me up wide and stick a freaking Q-tip in there and scrape out some of my inside. And sometimes it's like a, it's it looks like a spoolie. Yeah. To, it's like a hard spoolie mm-hmm. brush and it hurts. And all they, they're like, relax, relax. And I'm like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> it's your spread eagle in front of their face. That's uncomfortable enough. And like, they can see everything. Like, they yeah. can see your butthole. And well, like... Have you ever had them? I this has happened to me a couple times. Maybe it's not normal, but they'll okay. I've had an exam where they reached into my butt and my vagina and like was pressing on that area like between no from the inside from the inside. They were pressing on that area. Whoa! Maybe I went to a bad doctor. (laughs) 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 Oh no! I kind of wish it would, though. <laughs> That's hilarious. The, the extended eye contact and, like, the flash of fear. I'm going to have to cut out some of this just, like, crazy laughing. It's all <laughs> clipping her audio so bad. <laughs> but after my exam, I was like, so she, they put their fingers in you to uh-huh. make sure you feel normal. Like, they have to make sure everything feels normal. Nothing is out of place. Maybe they did that to you. I don't know. <laughs> That's none of my business. But I told Charlie that, and he was like, they'd put their fingers in you. Oh, well, and have they... I was like, yeah. Okay, I'm going to expose myself again here. Have they also done the thing where they put the fingers in and then touch your stomach? Yes. Okay, okay. That's normal. Again, they'll feel for, like, weird things, like, between your stomach outside skin and, like, inside Mm -hmm. your vagina. I guess it's not your stomach. It's, like, above, like, your pelvic area. Yeah. like, Like, they always, like... Because they have to, like, feel your ovaries, I guess. I yeah. don't know what they're doing, but... <laughs> <laughs> a doctor has never put his finger in my butthole. I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there now. That's never happened to me. Please let me know if it's happened to you and let Cody know so I'm sure she's panicked. I might have a lawsuit on my hands or something. <laughs> I need to know. Okay, so one more thing. I'm kind of like, wait, sitting on this. So you're supposed to have a blood pregnancy test done before Mm -hmm. you have an IUD done. Oh, okay. My doctor has not done that. I'm like hoping and praying something happens so I can sue her. (laughs) 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 And for legal reasons, that is not true. (laughs) Like waiting. Like, I hope this bitch, I hope I can sue her for millions. Oh, my God. Okay, well, this has been a fun one, guys. Oh my gosh, I hope people stick around to the end because that is, that is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Please.
Especially as if you've made it to the end. Let me know if that's normal. <laughs> okay, I hate Friends, but have you seen the the Friends episode where uh, what's his name? Joey. Joey's the the stupid one, right? Yeah. Joey goes to the tailor, and he's like, the guy takes his penis and moves it around. And he's like, that's normal, right? And Chandler's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's how I feel right now. <clears throat> um. <laughs> anyway. So, um, yeah, and also share this with your friends. This should, mm-hmm. I want to, I really want to make this known. This is not only, again, for women or only for people with vaginas. Everybody should know this stuff. This is part of normalizing all of this mm-hmm. is like talking about it, talking in front of everybody about it, whether it, whatever yeah. sexual orientation or um, however you identify, everybody should know about this stuff. Yeah, especially if you are um, somebody who doesn't have a period. Do you mm-hmm. know how sick it would be for you to go to your partner and be like, tell me all about about it or like n- just know things and like be helpful and or be able to listen to it and not yeah. have like a disgusted look. Oh, there was a TikTok I saw that um, a guy was posting videos and he started getting comments um, about in his bathroom he had like a little tampon station oh and yes stuff. i saw that yeah and people are like why do you have this he's like i have female friends like they come to my house i okay. want them to be able to have this i saw that and he was like these are all my shampoos and my my stuff and i was like if i went over to this man's house like if i met this man and went over to his house i would immediately think he was kidnapping me i would <laughs> get the fuck out of there i would be like he is keeping me this is where i'm gonna live this is I would leave. I thought that was so sweet, though. Like, can you imagine going over to, like, a guy friend's house and then them having I, – I would mm-hmm. question it. I'd be like, why do you have this? I'd be like, I have female friends mm-hmm. that come to my house. Like, I want them to feel comfortable and stuff here. I thought that was just the most thoughtful thing ever. Yeah. It was so nice. I think and it was this... out on his counter, too. Like, not even hidden. It was just, like, Oh, there. we must have seen different TikToks because this guy had, like, his shower was stocked. He had, like – extra toothbrushes and toothpaste and makeup remover oh and i was like this man's gonna kidnap me Uh uh-uh that is a bit much like i think we saw different tiktoks definitely (laughs) but i am used to going to (laughs) not that i not that i've been to a lot of men's house but (laughs) i am used to going to men's house it smells single men's house have a distinct smell of like old laundry and dirty dishes and i am used to that they have maybe toilet paper and maybe hand soap. That is what and I am used to. Everywhere, hair everywhere. A toilet that has never seen toilet cleaner <laughs> ever in its life, and a counter that has crumbs from who knows when, from the crustaceous period crumbs. <sighs> and if I went over to a man's house and he had that, that man is trying to keep me. <laughs> no, no, ma'am, sir, no. <sighs> okay, guys. So we tried to stop this like five times. Um, so yeah, that's all we have for this week. Um, talk about your periods in front of people because it should be normal. Talk mm-hmm. about birth control in front of people because that should be normal. And we should be able to complain about our pain like it's a normal thing. Complain about our bleeding and it shouldn't be seen as disgusting. Validate period pain. It's exactly. real. For real. So you guys stay happy, stay healthy, stay beautiful, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.